elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 366. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi Ross, Ross, Jedi Jane, as always. It is so wonderful to have all of you back here with us in the Smoking Pod studio atop beautiful Hamilton Mountain in Ontario, Canada. Uh, day three of our Source Point Press Partay. Um, sorry we missed day two. But we do have to give our uh, thoughts and love out to Midland, Michigan. Uh, some dams broke. Some infrastructure failed. Some houses were flooded. Uh, Source Point Press's own editor-in-chief uh, had to evacuate. and uh, But he's fine. The family's fine. Everybody's good. He's got a little water to pump out of the basement. But other than that, it could have been much worse. And uh, I think he's... Uh, pretty happy about how lucky they were so uh i'm glad to hear that all went that went down and everybody else is good hope you're all still chilling well in your quarantine uh just give me one sec here uh we're still getting used to the zooms everybody knows it's uh good times see that's the one part i haven't been able to figure out yet is uh how to mute the comment thing before you bring it up, but you know what? I'm going to figure it out one of these days, kids. Uh, I hit the wrong share. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining me tonight, Source Point Press heavy hitter himself, Mr. Ben Goldsmith. Ben, it is so wonderful to see your bright, beautiful face once again. I miss you so much when you're not around, and isolation is just making it that much worse. How the hell are you doing? Uh, I'm great, man. Thanks. Heavy hitter. I like that. I yeah, thank you. I'll take that. Um, also, I think uh, for the news, for so people know, I, Travis and his family escaped on their dog. They rode that massive beast, <laughs> they rode down, the beast down down the river, and yeah, and to safety. Um, all all four of them were able to fit snugly on that beast that they now have in their house. Well, I'm just glad everybody's okay, and I'm glad you're doing well. You're getting through quarantine uh, well, as we were just discussing. Yes. Yeah. No. This is. Um, it's it, it's been good. I mean, there's a there's a strange uh, you know a, a elephant in the room scenario on this one, right? Like, this is the worst possible thing that could have happened for some people, and all that I can do is make it the best possible thing at the moment, right? So this I've actually been able to use this time to be really creative, get a lot of things going. Um, so I, I, I've been able to maximize this time and my family and everyone is doing well. We're so, you know, uh, and, and I say that full well knowing that that isn't the uh, experience of a lot of people. So my fullest, fullest and deepest respect to the people who don't have that ability or opportunity. Um, but maybe in, in really their honor and anyone else who doesn't have that ability uh, right now, I am trying to make the best of it, which, yeah, I really have, man. And, and it seems like you have too. Man. I have. You know, a lot of people, it seems, have gone one way or the other. They've either kind of, you know, let a few pounds get added to the couch physique <laughs> or they have maybe, you know, decided to set a goal for themselves. Personally, you know, I, 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 got, uh, I got a little healthier. And you yourself cleaned up a little bit too, as we were just talking about. I did, the yeah. Rest of the elbow tipping here. And there. <laughs> Yo, you writers, though, man, especially <laughs> you. You're so Bahamian. 
You're like the most like Walt Whitman guy I fucking know, man. You know, just without the violence. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's for sure true. My my violence goes right into the scripts, man. It all gets exercised. Um, plus, I was, uh, you know, do you know I was so when I was a kid. If anyone, if we have never met in real life, people of the world, uh, I'm I'm six two, six three, two fifty, right? So like I'm a big guy, yeah. Uh, and I've always been this big, even when I was a kid, really. So uh, I I was always the most uh, adverse to violence because I would be on the basketball court in like fifth grade and just bumping into someone they would go down so my guilt level was always massive so I that's I actually am like so violence averse I've never well, you are you're the definition of gentle giant you know? we call people yeah, like that all the time but uh you know I've actually never this is a uh, an exclusive to the podcast here I've never been in a fight before really not not one I've been fight. in one one fight one and, uh, yeah one fight where i had to fight a guy over a girl how and how old were you i was grade 10 so grade 10. what's that 17 something yeah something like that there, it's that, or maybe, maybe even younger 10 six i, I think i was 16 sophomore but it was year. just your classic girl coming between two guys type thing and then we fought and the funny thing is he it was right at exam time and on my concrete head, he broke both his hands. <laughs> and he came to school the next day, all wrapped up. It's funny because he was actually, he was the son of a teacher at my high school. Oh, my like his, God. His dad was one of my teachers one time for a class. And he, uh, Jay Webb says, hello, fellas. What's up, Jay Webb? Hey, what's up, Webb? And uh, yeah, so he got out of his writing his exams and was able to like take them like, you know, <laughs> audibly because he broke his hands trying to break my concrete head he should have known better my you know yeah did now did he who got the girl that's the question in the end he got the girl but i had already had the girl and so you i I had had the girl for like three years and then lost the girl to him fully did you know you so you do think if you had had a better fight that it would have changed things you think no no that was no (laughs) because immediately i remember because after i kicked his ass Cause it was a hockey fight basically like we came at each other across the field and he kind of jumped up like, you know, to come down and kind of start fighting. Yeah. And I instinctively like ducked down and ducked down, like, go for the midsection gut. Yeah. Right. And then he came on top of me and I reached up and I jerseyed him and I fucking grabbed his shirt. I pulled it up like not over his head, but behind his head. It's the most Canadian dude, way to fight I ever. Just, you guys, this was the fight was my fist. It was jackhammer. Just your boom, dude. Boom. It says so much that the Canadian instinct is to immediately pull the jersey up. I never <laughs> played hockey, man. I never because played hockey. You, right? you go right for it. <laughs> well, this yeah. is how we fight. <laughs> you, you throw gloves off that aren't even there. <laughs> Let's go. Totally. Yeah. So he, uh, he was punching from up top, so he's hitting me in the back of the head and broke his hands. And I was just firing up like this, right? And yeah. eventually he went down kind of wrapped around my legs. I remember this so vividly and I kind of kicked him off me and then he rolled away and got up and we were like staring at each other. And that's when I did like the teenager thing or whatever. I was like, fucking yeah, enough. This is fucking over. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of ended, but 
immediately she was all like poor baby to him you know like are you okay like oh so, man you know he even won losing because he got his ass kicked <laughs> yeah. Sympathy, right? so. yeah i mean he also ended up with two broken hands if you know that's not the greatest oh, there's a couple trade-offs in that whole yeah. goddamn thing you know yeah i, mean? I the, there's i i think the other part about like just the fights is that you see you've got you've got what we in boston call a scrappy face You've got, uh, you're the type of guy who it looks like. I do? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you, really? you're, yeah you're scrappy. Like really? you're, okay, did you ever see, um, do you ever see The Fighter with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian, yeah. Christian Bale, scrappy. Yeah, you know? okay. I got you know you. what I mean? Like, like a guy who is just like unassumingly, it would just get in there. Um, well, yeah, I would. Here's the thing though. A lot of that has grown because I was a sweet little fat little drama kid. I was a little goth kid in, wait, wait, in whoa. high school. Time right? out. Time out. Huh. You you were a drama kid? Are you kidding? Like we've well, we've never I was, have you I met was me? a dude, I was a drama kid. I did oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, we never man. talked about this. Hey, listen, grade it was it was grade one, okay? And they had a Mother's Day performance and they put on Peter Rabbit. And I'd never really understood like plays or anything like that before, you know what I mean? And uh, I got cast as Peter Rabbit. So it was just the mothers came into the classroom. It was like grade one. And we did a little Peter Rabbit play. And I have never felt a feeling like that of all the attention on me, like saying these words. And I just, I, I, I was hooked instantly. And my whole life up from then up to the end of when I left high school was just drama and movies. All I want to do was make movies and do drama. So I did plays all the way up and a lot of community theater and this and that. Uh, but then I had my whole goth period in high school where I literally like Robert Smith would have been jealous of my hair. Just black, dyed, spiked, haired, just, you know, Edward Scissorhands shit. Right. And black Perfect, trench yeah. coat, black boots army boots the whole fucking nine right yeah and uh because i was just such a sad boy and, well you know um, in, in a way that that that's a costume right like that's there's there's elements oh, totally. of the dramatic uniform, to it too right it's it a, was, yeah, yeah it was comforting at the time it I is remember how comforting, comforting it was because i was and, a mess you know i had some things to deal with i had some daddy abandonment issues and you know i had a my mom had me when she was like barely 18 so, it, you know, it wasn't the easiest upbringing with a single mom who's a kid and doesn't really know how to. And I, I'm not blaming my mom for anything, but I had to figure a lot of shit out for myself because she just hadn't figured it out yet. Well, and mm-hmm. drama is the perfect. So I yeah, I spent all of my time in drama. Like I would skip classes and just go to the drama. Absolutely. Department. You yeah. know, and a, par- a part of that is that, yeah, for because right, you're reading all these plays and all these plays are cemented. Right. So first of all everything you're saying is already set. So you don't have to worry about that, which means you don't have to worry about disappointing people. Mm. Oh, Casey. Yes. Sorry. Mm. Casey says she was vice president of her drama club. Oh, she's still so. vice president of the drama club. If you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> Love you, Casey. I'm sorry. Uh, Casey. Actually, Casey, Casey's doing me a favor right now. Uh, she's writing, I'm writing a Sansrum novel. Um, with oh, on, yeah, on, yeah. Unused script from the seance room. Uh, so she's actually going to be contributing a short story to it where they're, oh. they're yeah, man. So like she gets to she gets. I gave her the keys to the séance room. Basically, I said, just whatever ghost you want to use, whatever you want to do, just go to town. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, yeah. amazing! What a what a fun fit to have her slip in on there, right? We we'll have to explain to the people what we're talking about too. So wait, before yeah. we get too into it, thank you and welcome to all the wonderful people who are joining here. Uh, it's great to see you all. Uh, love you all. Ben here. Ben is in Boston. I am, and uh, the scrappy people writer. are. Well, Ben, you're Ben. You're a lot of things. You're like we were just talking about. You're a creative fellow. You're a musician. You play music. You play instruments. Um, in obviously the you know 
the realm of this podcast. You're here as a comic book writer for yeah, Source yeah. Point Press. Uh, your main title, I guess, being the Seance Room. Yep. And yeah, uh, yeah. Nothing, nothing, I don't. I take no umbrage with any of that. And the exciting thing of having Casey come in to write uh, the the Seance Room is that I I do say she's such an excellent fit. So why don't you take the moment to explain the Seance Room so people can understand what kind of fit that is? Sure. Yeah. Of course. So the Seance Room is an anthology series where this guy Harry Vice owns a um, mansion where there are six ghosts who are all trapped in, and each issue someone goes in who usually deserves to be there for one reason or another. And the ghosts sort of uh, take it too far. That's more or less the idea, right? But but um, each one is, this, each story sort of revolves around a specific point that maybe is a bone of contention for me uh, in life and that I get to sort of suss out through that. So, uh, you know, the, the way I always describe it is think Tales from the Crypt if it was right. written by uh, the writers of Twilight Zone. That's fun, man. And it's a, it's a beautiful book all the Thanks, way man. through. And you've had a few people uh, collaborate, uh, talk about your teammates and stuff. Yeah, Kayla uh, Valerio, who started it all off, who without her, I would never have gotten even a foot in the door. She's so friggin' good. She does the painter thing, right? And that, yeah, and that at the time, that, so that was the thing. It was like at the time, there was nothing, uh, I, you know, well, that's not true because it's actually Sean Seal who is the reason he kind of started the trend but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no the, it definitely fit the mold of something that source point was doing that was, no one else was yeah well and, and very unique it was funny too because you know i was talking to bob sally at one point and you know Sal, uh, salvengers had been doing really well for him and we were talking at a con once and he was like you know if i could do it all again i would have done an anthology series you know because the the trouble with selling the ongoing thing is that if you run out of book one and three at a convention and you still have two, four, and five, you know, like you're fucked. Like you yeah, <laughs> try yeah, and sell two, up two, in four, bundles at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, like yeah. with the anthology thing, I can just go you know, buy two. It's, 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 it's its own story. Like I'll fill you in on the, the maybe smattering of information that you might need, but it go to town. So, you know, uh, I, I kind of lucked into dumb lucked into the, that being the first one. So selling was, uh, you know, pretty good, but, uh, uh, Sean, so Sean, actually, have I ever told you this? How I got into SourcePoint and all those guys? I don't know if I've heard. I'm sure at some point you've told me the origin yeah, story, but I would love to hear it again. Yeah, no, the 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 annotated version uh, is just that uh, I was turned down for this one company, and one of the things they told me was get an online presence, and so I was against. I really didn't. I remember I'm not, I, you starting all that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I really didn't want to. I, I was, I guess, sort of a neophyte in that respect. But finally, I, I set up the Instagram, I set up Twitter, I set up all this stuff. And one of the people I ended up following just because I liked the art was Sean, was Sean Seal. So then Boston Comic-Con 2016 or 15, he was there and I saw that name. And I was like, oh, no way. You know, because you just, you see the name on the little placard and it's exciting. And like, there's this big, goofy, redheaded son of a bitch next to him, you know, and it's, it's Travis and it's the two of them. And this is before they were even in diamond or anything. Right. Like I think they had just taken over, you know, Travis had just sort of started wedging his way in there. And uh, mm. so, but, but the, the lesson that I always took from that was that I took the advice from failure, which is getting knocked out of this other company to, 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 and they, they, you know, said, well, you need an online program. Okay. Well, if that's the lesson I can take from this shit, then I will take that lesson. Right. So I did, uh, followed people that I respected and liked, met Sean, met Travis. Here we are. 
Well, you fell into one hell of a community to start. Yeah, dude. So like, point, that's their specialty, right? Oh is, is, is person to person, you know, relationships, creator to fan relationship. Yeah, I, I say it all the time. does it like SourcePoint Press does. No, I don't know how <clears throat> other people who start up in other companies who don't sort of have the school of David Hayes and the school of Greg Wright and Casey Pierce get to be anything or anywhere. Like, I don't understand uh, how, what, what business model there is for people who don't know how to sell the way the source well a lot of this has been original like originated by source point in a way like obviously you know not doing cons or this and that but it was done off the cuff not knowing what they were doing to the extent of of where they're just selling comics at shows and that's mm-hmm. how it started and then more shows and more shows and more we'll comics be, and yeah. more comics and that snowballs into everything that it is now which you know, and and it's it's been a constant evolution, trying things, getting to know shows. Like nobody knows shows like SourcePoint. You know what I mean? Well, and Travis, he still calls it. I mean, if if you're with him at the shows, he's still like he's like you guys slinging paper. You know, it's, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's what he still yeah. calls it to this day. Yeah. When it's when you're out, it's been a grind. It always will be a grind. But quarantine's been interesting because the grind went away. And yeah, and yeah. I am so proud of the innovation and the risks and the you know. Well, so yeah, I mean, the new when, ideas. The, it's been it's been great, and you know, SourcePoint took some chances in the last little while on trying right. some new stuff that have paid off exponentially, and we'll probably stick around even if things went back to normal. Right? Well, so you know, I'll say I'll say this in in a, in full earnesty because we don't often do that when we're talking about each other and the cons. But you know, Travis, to his credit, and I really I really truly do mean this. Like to his credit, he looked at the. Uh, the situation and said the thing that we've been doing is not going to be able to be done so i either lose this that we've all worked for right. uh or we we innovate and he innovated yeah. and so we we when i i remember uh in i think it was in march when we got our quarterly checks yeah and i and i texted him i said dude you don't you like i'm i'm okay right now like send yeah, yeah. you can use yours pay pay the staff who's working in the warehouse all this kind of stuff and he said we don't need you we don't need that and i <laughs> I, I i called him which i which i never do and i'm, I'm like i was like dude what the what are you talking he, he told me about what they had been doing and, and what yeah. nolan and what Deepwater and all those guys the decisions that they had made just through oxide and yeah man so uh not to get too uh you know, verbose about it, but yeah, they, uh, much respect to the, all those guys for being able to look at a situation and instead of, uh, crippling with the anxiety and the fear of it, just, just working around. Yeah. But, but you know what, again, that does speak to how it's always been because, you know, <laughs> we'll, you go, Hey man, you want to buy a comic? They say, nah, I don't fucking like it. Your comic sucks. And we're like, yeah, it does. Suck. Hey, but did you see this page? You know what I mean? Like yeah, we've, yeah, we've, yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. we've all always been about that. Uh, well, Travis's that proudest moment through this has been that he was able to pay his workers and not lay them off. Right. Yeah. And that's all he cared about. And that just goes to his character as we all know, you know, and it's 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 cool because now we can back the comeback as today is um, backing the comeback. Kids get out to your LCSs because comics are on the distribution train again. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we we are able to have a little bit of joy and fun. Finally, you know, we've all been tagging each other and doing the back to come back. And, you know, it, it's nice for everybody to be able to smile over something because it's been such a mess. Like one of the things I'm, I'm most disappointed about, you know, and we're going to reschedule Travis, by the way, kids, I do apologize that, uh, um, I'm, I talked about that at the beginning of the show. You, you did. Yes, yeah. I, I mean, did. Okay. he's, yeah, yeah he's, why he's, he's not here, but we are going to reschedule that by the way, the, that's, uh, by the way, is that not the most 2020 thing that could have happened at this point? 
pretty much. You're like, hey, yep. motherfuckers, now you're flooded, by yeah. the way. Oh, also. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, this too. There you go. <laughs> My ultimate favorite meme that I have seen through this whole thing is Jesus lighting it. You know the Jesus with the wide eyes like lighting the smoke? No, and I like, don't think I do. Like, not Buddy Christ. No, it's like, oh, it's an up close of Jesus. It's on my thing or I'll send it to you. And it's up close right. of Jesus. And he's got like wide, crazy eyes and he's like lighting a cigarette or like a joint. <laughs> and uh, uh, it says, I don't know. It's something, something that says, all right, send in the murder hornets. Oh, yeah. Right. But the look on his face is just like fucking, it's, it's so hilarious. But, you know, we, we got to evolve. You know, it's been weird for me because now everything now all the all the cons have kind of crept into my world online and all of a sudden everybody's interviewing each other yeah but and here's it the, turned me off in the beginning to the point where i spent a couple of weeks not podcasting and let everybody get settled and now i've come back because you know i just missed it because it's so much fun but everybody has a show now on youtube and and it's great everybody should i'm not complaining but right. holy crap everything just switched so quickly Right? Yeah, I mean yeah. the only the only thing that I'm curious about is uh, have you attended any of the online conventions or anything like that yet? Little bits and pieces. These but nothing bits, crazy. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I, I, I mean as they stand now, like I don't think that that's at all the future, not even close, because it's it's just not fun to sit there in your house and stare at the things going on. No, but it, I know? do think that online activities will continue. Let me tell you about some that happened here this week, uh, last yeah. weekend. Uh, Be a hero, Canada. Um, a few of the details I'm going to forget because I'm stoned and I do that. But like, I think it was four or five comic books around Canada got together and put on an event, kind of like an online con for the weekend. And it was called Be a Hero Canada, right? And the dragon out of Guelph, uh, Gotham Central in Mississauga, Carlos, our good friend, very good friend of Source Point Press, um carlos you know and and a and i believe freak show was in there freak show comics did a thing in there too uh amy and keith out in niagara also huge source point uh supporters yep um, i've talked to those guys online they're very good oh they're fantastic i finally got to meet them at frightmare in the falls this year and they're they're super super awesome people so uh they got together and they just had like a thing where you know a bunch of canadian like sean daly did one where he just did a, a tutorial kind of thing of how he goes about making art right that's cool uh and then there were some interviews uh mark asquith who anybody canadian listening knows who i'm talking about is a is a big deal in the community he's a longtime uh journalist producer showrunner uh he had a show called prisoners of gravity here that was like a sci-fi kind of news media show and it was like g4 before g4 in a way yeah. but it was a lot more about like literature and stuff. it was a great classic show and he was like a producer on space which was like our sci-fi and stuff so he interviewed fucking neil gaiman so okay yeah so this thing's filled with like amazing people right like like jason lou did some stuff scott chandler uh you know richard pace a whole bunch of ken lashley ken lashley did a thing uh but neil gaiman skyped in to talk to to mark or zoomed in and it was amazing and he went on and just like talked about canada for like a half an hour and he was just like, this is where it started for me. It was the beguiling. My very first signing was in Toronto. Like I, he, I took off like a rocket in Toronto before no, anyone else in the world, including in London. And like, he was just like waxing poetic about it. And it was so much fun as like, you know, obviously as a biased local to watch. 
but he was so sweet of him to take the time for you know this little charity that was helping all the comic book shops right yeah so i i would say that that definitely fits in line with what i've heard about him in general but also if people are going to try to get these cons going i think they absolutely need to get the big name people into, you know, because everyone I've seen so far has been mm. all the people that I respect and love. But I mean, if you're just a, a, a general fan, you, you know, you buy two or three comics a week, maybe, but you're not, you know, you're not yeah. really going outside of DC and Marvel, like unless you get some, you, the big name, the Tom Hiddleston's and shit like that to, to just, just do like a 15 minute thing talk. And, and, and if you watch that one, you can only watch that if you attend like three other events through the day online. I think, yeah, I think you know what good. I mean. Yeah, this one was really well organized. Yeah, like like kudos to all of you folks because uh, it was super well organized. It was just the way they were letting you know, like it, you you didn't feel like you were getting blasted in from, with information, even though they did keep informing you of what was coming up and what was going to happen and this this and that. Um, but yeah, just really, really smooth. And like I say, like well-organized, not too complex, you know, yet fun, interesting stuff to pay attention to. Like, you know, they were giving enough warnings that I knew like, oh, the next day at three was going to be Scott Chandler's like conversation. Like, I don't want to miss that. Right. Oh, good. You know, by the way, Scott Chandler, I told you as we were getting on to the show here to mm-hmm. remind me to talk to you about Bix. Bix. Now, Bix, I can't remember his proper name, but that's the nickname. It's the shortened last name nickname of a jazz musician from like the 30s. And this is a new graphic novel coming about about the you know his life by Scott Chandler. Scott Chandler is a Canadian cartoonist, um, and super awesome, nice, cool guy. But he does like uh like Darwin Cook type art or like Jay's like retro like type art, you know yeah, what I mean? So, He's like yeah, a classic like like 50s type art deco cartoonist, you know? Yeah, because I mean? the, the the context for all this was that you and I were talking earlier but just about the um I have I mean Jay is a very good friend at this point, uh Fosgate, and I didn't know that that was him who did your logo because it's oh, right. so yeah, because yeah. it's so it's so different. And I and I, I was like, Oh, I love that. Because yeah, that anything angular, that art like you said, the art deco, um yeah, uh, yeah. They, they call it they call it a uh, um like googie. Uh, where it's that it's all the you know you think about like the stardust and the rat pack and yeah and, uh, is that, that what it's called oogie googie yeah Googie? Yeah. yeah I learned that from my fiance who is I that's never a knew that. yeah a particular favorite of hers um, right, right right well you know actually and and then also like uh, so you you know I have the comic uh, Beyond the Demon the Sea right which yeah, is all. Yeah. It's all that tattoo art. Yeah. And uh, Ben Templesmith did the cover for me. So, and I'm describing this comic to him and, and he's, he's like, yeah, it's flash art. And I was like, no, 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 Nothing to do with the running guy. And he's like, no, 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 that's what it's called, man. So I like, that's another one where I just learned that recently that any of the tattoo art that is associated with sort of um, the, uh, you know, the, the sailors and sailor Jerry. Yeah, nautical called, shit. Nautical yeah. shit. That's called flash art, which I, I just yeah, actually, yeah. I had no idea. I mean, why would you know? I actually, I thought flash more meant individual pieces uh i it might also you know that's that's you know i think that is a definite but yeah but but that's usually what that nautical art is you don't have big like ocean like scapes you have like an anchor and a seahorse and a fucking titty mermaid or whatever right exactly exactly did i have i did i tell you that after so after doing the book with davy and all that stuff i ended up getting really into the the idea of flash art mixed with sort of more contemporary things so i actually got a a, a giant rocky horror flash tattoo 
Why is it? It's yeah, it's Frankenfurter as a pinup girl. Where is it? Uh, it's well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna break uh the my my fun secret is for you that right now why you were prepared for this well no i so i wanted to my my contribution to quarantine life is that uh, the the joke is everyone's always doing these things without pants well guess what i actually am doing this <laughs> without pants my friend all right because quarantine we should be honest with ourselves but here no look you can actually okay, yeah, see let's see this that's that so, is amazing. Yeah, so blasted the sound there, but that is gorgeous. There you go. I but love yeah, it. so but I, just so everyone knows too, yeah, no no pants uh because Ben Goldsmith doesn't live a lie, god damn it. I didn't know you were that big a Frankenfurter fan, man. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a regular Frankie fan as Rocky was said. Rocky Horror in, the- in Toronto was that was one of our very New Yorkish types things. Like you know how it's a known thing. Like when they when indie theaters would show Rocky Horror, and you know people would come dressed up and throw oh, yeah. toast and my, rice and the whole. My thing. dad used to bring me to them. That's where yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother, that came from. That was a hardcore regular thing in Toronto for a long time. Yeah, like that was one of the places where that shit went down hardcore. You know yeah. what I mean? For some it's, reason, I don't know what it is, but it's a big musical town, I guess, like an off, like a Broadway, like town, Toronto. Well, you guys also have you have your you're an off. It's an offbeat town too, right? Like I mm-hmm. so because when I went up there for the Toronto Comic Con, there, uh, not only was that my first time in Toronto, that was my that was first so time in fun. in Canada, dude. That was my That's first time crazy. in Canada. Uh, and I stayed with Devin when I was up there, and Devin had. <laughs> Devin had to bring me around. Do you remember the story? Where yeah. I, went into, yeah. the, I yeah. went into the store and asked them if they took English money because <laughs> I didn't. It didn't. It didn't occur to me. Uh, <laughs> it didn't occur to me that I it was like do. a completely different economy, right? Like I, and also Toronto is so. It feels so much like. Uh, an American city that I it just may, maybe like so I, so I walk in and I said you know do you guys take English dollars which by the way it, it's not I didn't ask if they took U.S. dollars I asked them if they took English dollars like the fucking pound I don't know and, and right. poor Devin poor Devin is just, who and by the way you, you, I mean you know Devin pretty well right and, and he's 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 a pretty straight laced guy ultimately like dresses to the nines you know he's a very he's a very well put together guy so I mean just I mean collapse embarrassment just head to toe man and like his, his, the big dumb american like <laughs> <"There's your bird." laughs> you know and they uh yeah man so that was my first time but i my experience was that walking because we did a, a ton of walking you know devon is a pretty walk uh, it's a big walk it's well it's a big it's a walkable city it's a walkable city so and and i i asked him i wanted to do that right and and yeah. what i noticed was like every single street just like the hippest coffee shops the hippest tattoo shops the hippest clothing shops the hippest you know so it definitely yeah. strikes me as a town that would like rocky horror that i mean well here's one cool thing and and one of the ways that it is really new york junior in a way is you know the, especially with like, you know, the proximity to New York and the age of it. And also that it's our only, like, yeah, we have got other major cities, but if you ever go to Vancouver, it's a coastal town, you know, it's not a giant city. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a Toronto, you know what I mean? And you got Montreal and stuff, and that's like just an ancient city. And, so, you know, also, it feels like you're kind of like, you know, in Europe and stuff, but Toronto has to have a little bit of everything. Because it's yeah. the only, it's like, you know, it's, it's the biggest city in the whole country. Yeah. And we don't have these giant countries, that, like cities like you do in every state, right? 
So there's got to be a little bit of everything, which makes it super eclectic. You know? I, I will say that my the bucket list for me is Montreal at this point. Um, Do you want to hear something? I would love to. I have never been. No shit, really. I live five hours away, and I have never been. What yeah. would I guess? What would the equivalent of that be for me? Like, never having been to that would that would be like if I'd never been to New York. New York is five hours from Boston. Yes, it would be. Yeah, yeah. it would be totally exactly what it would be. What like, the just, fuck? Why not? What are you What are you waiting for, man? Honestly, yeah, no. No, I, I want you to lie to me. Lie to me. Never had a reason. Never had a reason. Never had a reason. And and I want to go. I'm not adverse to going. And I'll probably have a reason soon because I figure Source Point, I should get our asses out there to do a Montreal Comic-Con. So that's the question is, do they they, they yeah. have a Comic-Con? They have a Comic-Con. And I plan to get us on in there if Comic-Cons ever come back. But we'll see what happens. It's just yeah, a, well, count, count me in for that I one. I haven't had this gig for long, Ben. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can't reinvent the wheel immediately. But this you know, year, the, you know, we we spent the past year, and you know, and for anybody who doesn't know, I I serve as the Canadian ops uh, kind of manager for Source Point, and I try to handle all the logistics out at the Canadian shows here. And we did our first Vancouver Fan Expo show this year, and we sold the fuck out. I know yeah, I, I said those say, exact words on the last episode, but I'm going to keep saying them because, uh, well, it was a big deal, right? It was our first still, time look, in Vancouver. Listen, and it is needed, still true. I, I just wanted it to go well. Yeah, it's still true on this episode as it was on last episode, so you can say it. You know, so, uh, and that's why one of the big disappointment, disappointments is Calgary, because we were supposed to do Calgary in April, and it was going to be our first time in Calgary, and I was super excited to do that show, and unfortunately, we'll have to try next year, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's cool. So, I've been to Vancouver, and I've been in Ontario all around, but I have been to no other provinces except for a layover on a plane. And I've never been out east. And that's what kills me is not having been out east to see like Nova Scotia and Newfoundland and like, you know, all that stuff. You know, is... it's, it's nice to know that there are townies in other countries, too. You know, <laughs> it's it's comforting yeah. to know that I've traveled a lot, but it's all in the U.S. I've been to yeah. well, like what Denver, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, uh, you know, all over Michigan. Um, you know, Allentown, Pennsylvania. I'll, yeah, the, uh, one of the coolest things about the conventions is Florida, that I have gotten of to course. travel yeah. to places that I actually haven't uh, had previously not had an mm. opportunity to go to. Right, mm. so like Detroit, I've never been to Detroit before doing the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh New Orleans, I'd never gotten to go to New Orleans. I want to do New shows. Orleans. Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Oh my well, god! Actually, you know what? I'm what? never going without you, though. I, uh, you know. why? Now I, I, I just what do I what do why. I bring so New Orleans? I don't know, but that right there, that was it. Friend, yeah, man. You know, yeah, the fact I, that we'll go out and you won't get dressed up for it. That's why <laughs> I want you to be the guy with me there in New Orleans, man. Yeah, man. I, I absolutely adore, I adored it. Head to toe. The convention sucked. The show sucked. We saw. I think we saw like oh. four books. There were like ten people there, in, but the but the place itself more than made up for it uh adversely the, the uh, inversely the opposite of that was the the show i'd never been to miami before and the mm. show was great and i fucking hated this <laughs> <laughs> like i i just i just maybe i'm too old like i aged out right, uh, right. of of what miami has to offer yeah. but yeah i just hated it i was also sick as a dog i remember like the, there was one day where uh i was in bed just ap- like uh, like like you know in the fetal That'll position in a weekend man. rocking yeah. too yeah. you know and 
and the the boys, God bless them. It was Hayes, Tony Doug Wright, no Greg. Anyway, but definitely Hayes and Tony Doug Wright, and they were you know troopers, really nice, and they put up with the fact that I was sick in their room and thank none of them got sick which is a miracle absolute miracle but yeah yeah dude so we, yeah we've gotten to travel a lot ireland was the big one that was the one we were really bummed out about this year because yeah was, that was gonna be a big yeah. deal especially it was such a, with with daryl and everything too yeah who are just, some two two of my absolute best friends from the convention at this point and my fiance i'm actually being involved in a project finally yeah yeah and and you know my fiance yeah. and and did you i see, sorry daryl, you aaron speaking of that well. aaron yeah. aaron did you see her instagram picture the red hair yeah. 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 I see it all, man. I spent too much time on that damn fucking she is Instagram glorious, thing. beautiful, and, and, and glamorous and all that stuff. I, you know what? I, I get to boast that I was the first person to bring her to Salem, Massachusetts, which is like for her was right. Uh, yeah. yeah. True. I remember they came, they came over last fall during the, in the fall too. I t- um, and, uh, and it was great. They got to, uh, go to Salem except for it was so fucking windy and rainy that the only place that she wanted to go was this place called die with your boots on the shop that's in Salem of does course. all this do, do you know you know you don't know oh well you just the name alone yeah yeah no I'm pretty sure she's told me about told it. you about it yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah so we so we get there and it's raining so fucking bad that the uh the store has just shut its doors because it flooded and the electrical wiring was about to be touched by the water so oh we my got, god yeah so we got there with like maybe second so we walked the streets of Salem in the coldest rainiest shit and uh you know they're Irish so they were like yeah this right. is normal for us and I was like hey me too we're not that different and yes. uh but I, I will say, I don't know if you know this, but last New York, when I was sitting at Fosgate's table, I didn't pre-plan a place to stay at all. So I ended up, they were so, they were so nice, dude. They let me sleep on their floor at their bed, like a pup, like a dog, like, like a, a puppy, puppy dog. Yeah. I mean, the bed got, I mean, the, people are thinking like, is this a Jack and Rose scenario, right? Is there right, enough room right. on the door? And no, there was not enough room this time. Like that bed was, they, and, and, you know, they, but there was not enough room. So I was, I was on the floor. Oh. But they, but they were like, we have this much room. It will fit just you. It's yours. You know, they didn't even think twice about it, dude. Why were uh, you staying with Jay? He already had someone staying with him. We, oh. I didn't, uh, I didn't pre-plan it at all, man. Not even <laughs> at all. Beautiful. And this year, and, and you know, I of love course that. And of course, this fucking year, like I booked a, a hotel already. Yeah, and we're not going. <laughs> yeah, we fortunately, I don't know if. The same could be said for you, but most of my travel accommodations and everything, I got reversed pretty easy. The only one I lost was Dublin because it was right, just like right at that spot well, where no I, one was sure what was going on, and and right, right. Trump hadn't like officially stopped shit yet, so yeah. we, I, I lost the money on that flight. I couldn't get that. Well, out. my show's coming up. It was lucky because, and it was down to the the wire, man, because we were planning Philly, right? Yeah, right, right, right. and I was getting ready to let them know, you know, my flights and dates and all that stuff. And I had just finished the schedule too. Right. And we're just about raring to go to throw the great Philadelphia comic-con and, uh, it, we had to cancel and it got shut down. It's been, uh, and now my concern is it's been rescheduled for September. No way. But will the borders be open? Well, September, maybe, I don't know. I, I mean, America, muffed the whole fucking thing so bad dude like that's why the last thing we'll do is open our borders because we're doing well we're actually you know we're we know it's going to be september so no we we i i i 
I'm pretty sure that New York is going to get canceled. And if New York gets canceled, New York hasn't been yet. Not technically, no. Oh, really? It's it's, in, it's in October, so I mean, it's still a ways a bit away. We'll see what happens, but yeah. Uh... But honestly, like the the response here, I mean, I don't know if you've been following it. The response was so lackluster, so piss poor. Everything was fucked. Well, here's what I'm confused about, though, is because it seems different areas are obvious. And this always this goes back to my theory that 50 little countries fighting over everything. Just I don't think it can work. And uh, I agree with you. And it's just too many voices. You know what I mean? And uh and it seems like some are doing well and some aren't. It's hard to get a gauge on how the whole country is doing because I don't trust your numbers. I don't trust any of your media's numbers. No, I, 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 I would... don't see the CDC numbers. I don't know if they're putting out numbers. But, I mean, your president is 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 just no help when it comes to any kind of info about the situation. So, I really, I'm in limbo. Like, because some people are like, oh, it's fine around me. It's, it's, you know, everybody seems to be cool. And other places, it's fucking jack wild crazy. Well, the the that's the other problem with the way we look at things here is that just because you're doing well doesn't mean that we're all doing well. That's the reason why I say, or you know, I said early on, like we happen to at this moment in time have the fortune of being okay, my myself and my immediate family. But that that doesn't mean that things are okay, right? We have to be more civically minded um, and and understand those things. Uh, yeah. You, you know, and, and th- that's that's the the rub of it, man. Is that like, you know, uh, I will say this: if you really want to get a sense of how things are down here, look at the hot spots, and right. then uh, cross reference those with the average IQ. Well, I think yeah, of the education <laughs> is, is 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 a factor in the situation, absolutely. But here's what I, right now I feel like I'm in another two week period, like we, two week wait period, like we haven't done in forever here, because um, you know it's only been in the past two weeks really that you guys have gone super crazy and all these protesters have gone nuts and just gone back to life. So we'll really know in the next two three weeks, you know how disastrous this may and you know we can i can hope and hope that maybe this whole thing was never as as serious as it seemed but you know up here we weren't going to take the risk so we didn't but maybe we'll get lucky there won't be a big second wave but if there is it's going to be ginormous because you know you're literally doing nothing to stop it like i just nothing nothing at all i mean the which means the borders will never open which means even if these things happen I can't go see my friends and I can't yeah. go like even if Philly happens in September and our borders aren't open yet, I can't go help run the show. I, I, I help put together. It's, Oh, it's sad. Yeah. It's maddening. You know, but you, you know, gotta just stay cool and realize it's a changing world. And well that, and that's it. It's like, I, the way I look at it is that I can only control what I can control. Right. Like that's, that's just the truth of it. So, yeah. um, some things will be shittier for me. Yeah. Other things won't be shittier. You know, I because the the I spent so much of my time being such a fucking downer and not just to other people, but mostly to this dickhead. When? Right? Like uh but well before I met you guys. Well before I met you okay. guys. Like Good my, to know because I would have never ever thought that these days. You've been uh well that that's be- since the day I met you. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Well, because I think I realized that, you know, I spent so much time doing that and it wasn't it wasn't accomplishing anything, really, you know. So um uh, the conventions 
are gone. That sucks. I'm a face-to-face guy. I sell comics. I, I was, this was the year that I was going to look at really, truly, truly um, transitioning out of just having it be a thing that I'm only doing on the weekends and busting my ass on the weekdays in another job. Like I was going to start actually right. making some legitimate money. Switching over. You were going to take the shot. It was this year. was this yeah. year. Um, right, right. And, you know, so that, <clears throat> that got derailed a little bit. But then I got opportunities to write these other projects. Like I'm writing a book now for this uh, fella in Dubai. And I, it's this huge, like this epic novel. Um, and I, I'm, so now I'm, that's my rent is being paid by writing this novel. Right. So right. that, I, I, I don't know if I would have necessarily had the time to do that otherwise. Cause it's, it's a very, and then I'm also writing the seance from novel and we have, uh, you know, the, the other tattoo book is coming out. I have Chongo just back on the Kickstarter. We're fulfilling the rewards for that right, right now. Right. We have, I have this book coming out with Esteban Salinas, the guy who's been doing all those covers for Black Dude, Game this is, okay, hold on a sec. Stop for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. absolutely, completely lost track of your work and what you're doing. <laughs> and I know, I'm no shit. Like, yeah, no, uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of what I, I've been able you. to read of you. I love the seance room, Ben. Yeah. And, but I am completely lost track. You are doing so goddamn much right now so, so our, say, hold on yeah. hold on <clears throat> seance room one to four yeah right then yes. beyond the sea yep then i'm lost fill me in gotcha uh seance from one to four which the trade is coming out uh and have you seen the cover for it yet no so i think I we're the first think. cover in source point for first cover in source point history to do die cut so what it is is that it's the two doors right and harry is in the middle of the doors holding the the lamp that contains all the ghosts in it and that portion is negative space right so the doors when you open the first cover that it's just the doors and harry is still there on the inside of that cover but with a with a a, a twisted surprise for all the readers because uh... it, 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 because we we always approached it where it was like this is so it's like I, clear clear just yeah the, the portion wow. right the door the doors are right. that tangible thing and then that space in the middle is like as if the door was open what's so it then made of like nothing so it's empty right and then you see through it to what's the next page so and the, and the idea always being that right, but you, hold on yeah, yeah yeah is it is there like a plasticky material nothing nothing totally totally you can it's just a cutout think, finger right through it yeah oh it's a cutout yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then the ne- okay okay yep. i'm with you all right yeah, yeah 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 um it's uh it's actually it's it's a guillotine you put your finger in there and no uh for real for you real. fall through into a book into <laughs> yeah a- dude you know, full alice in wonderland <laughs> yeah. uh you know so because the idea of the sandstorm was always that we wanted to play with expectations and and the art form and stuff so when I approached Josh about, I, I really wanted to do something even bigger. And Josh Warner, who's the editor, uh, you know, the art director over there, he was like, you, you can't do that, Ben. Like, there's no money for that. You'll make zero dollars <laughs> on yeah. this graphic novel. So yeah. we, we, we scaled it back. And Dustin, who is now our artist on Seance Room, and will be moving forward because the guy is just, he gets, he gets Seance Room. Like, I mean, he's just totally in it. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, he came up with this really cool idea and we went with it and yeah, and there it is. So, so that's out. Then beyond the demon, the sea, the tattoo book, uh, which is a comic book made completely out of tattoo art by Davy Broyles. Um, that came out that we sold out two printings. It's, it's right, dude. Like, so Davy came yeah. up to us at Michigan. Detroit, Mich- yeah. Detroit comic con. 
and he's talking to Travis and he's showing him his art and his art's in this book that is, it's not even like laminated. It's, it's all loose paper, like loose, you know, and Travis, to, to, to Travis's credit, Travis's credit, he goes, do something with them. And this was also at the time where um, I didn't have another book coming out with them right. yet. You know, yeah. so I was like, all right, well, I'll talk to him. And, and Davey tells me, he's like, oh yeah, I used to be a, a tattoo artist. And, um, and I said, well, fuck, let's, why reinvent the wheel here? You're a tattoo artist. I've got no name to ruin. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right, so it's right. like, I can swing big because sure. I, I, the, there's no failure for me. The floor is already as low as it can go ultimately. So right. I, I said, let's fucking do this. So we did the one shot comic, all tattoo art. I got Ben Templesmith to do the cover for us, which is a personal yeah. hero of mine. Like that guy was, uh, when I was reading comics, I would buy them just because of him. So then we got that. And then uh, that we sold out of two printings of that. So okay. Think, hold on a sec. Hold on yeah. a second. Yeah. Hold yeah, on yeah. A second. Holding. I have a situation when it comes to this source point press selling out of of first printings and stuff. Yes. And in a way, I'm in a magical situation. <laughs> okay. But it's not one that I like because it means that there is not enough of vision on Canada and the Canadian comic book community. Because every time somebody gets excited and starts touting about having sold out of runs and printings and stuff, yeah, they always forget to say, in the States. Because, oh, because I I have I have not many, maybe six copies of the first printing of Beyond the Sea. You do do you really? Yes, I do. Because oh. my basement is the Source Point Press North Warehouse, right? Top top dollar that stuff, and, buddy. You know, but I hold on to these stuff sometimes. It was the same thing with Frank. Frank was all out of uh what was he out of? Frank Gogol was out of Dead, End. Dead End Kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, no grief, grief. Okay, grief. Grief was done. Grief was sold out. First printing gone, except for the, you know, five I had sitting in a pile. Yeah. So I just want you all to know that my goal is to one day get to the point where you guys remember us enough to mention. You know what? I don't even know if it is sold out because we're all aware of the fact that there could be some magical hidden copies up in Canada at Jay's house ready to be sold at a local Ontario convention you, then that, you'll be sold out so you you are the guy that all collectors should be like kissing ass on right now because you know you, you're funny. the you're the magical you're the magical estate sale right like where someone goes to yeah. an estate sale and they're like first x-men you know and they're like i don't think I, that, you, you know? know what i had a really proud moment where and i can't for the life of me remember which comic book it was at the moment Oh look, people are asking for them. <laughs> are they really? just, I, I, got, I got you all. I got you all. I hooked you up. Hey, <laughs> dude. Yeah, no worries, guys. I got you all. It's yeah. all good. Um, so where was I going? Uh, you, you had. You don't remember who it was, but you. Oh had, yeah. No, yeah. I was talking to Josh Werner, and I don't remember what the book was, but he brought up about some title, some version or variant or something or something. And he's like, you know, that that one you'll never find or blah, blah, blah. I was like, I got those. Was it rejected? I bet it was rejected. I, it was probably one of the 50 rejected or yeah. something I can't get. But just the look of like surprise and joy on his face yeah. was was just, it was cool to see because people forget, you know. And, and And occasionally there's been talk of me having to send stuff back because you guys sell out of it all out there and I'm the only one with any. So that, it's, you know, it's funny it that the collector... Yeah, but it's, it's great because we sell out of everything because our comic books are awesome. Well, they're awesome. Yeah, I mean, we yeah we get pretty lucky and people they dig them. I mean, that's the other thing too is that I'll get a lot of um, 
I'll get messages about certain books and the people want them and um, they've read them. I think the majority of people who ask me for the books that I have that are like collector's items, they, they have the second printing or something else. And they've, so they've actually read them, you know? Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, so that, so that book came out uh, and the, the next one's coming out of that, which Davey's working on right now, because what we decided to do with that was um, different, tattoo styles so the next one because the first one was that was the nautical thing right right so yeah, the yeah. next one is going to be all the greaser tattoos yes 19, yes. 1950s hot yes, rods yes. pinup girls yes. flaming eight yes. balls yes. cool switch blades switch blades fuzzy dice fuzzy dice straight yeah. cats yeah. yeah man so yeah yeah and then and then the one after that you know when when the time comes it's japanese traditional so is the art already tattooed somewhere or does he just draw new tattoo art and you use it for the book new tattoo art yeah okay yeah okay. man right yeah it's really rad i actually yeah. have a couple of the original pages and it looks like he just straight up copied someone's tattoos but it's, it's it's you know so anyway so that that's happening and then the the things that are now so rv9 that came out for me was mad cave studios um right was, yeah 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 so that came out that did pretty well um I haven't heard anything about like continuing on with it or anything like that, but uh, I'm proud of it. It was something that got published through Diamond and you know got me out there in another way. So I'm I'm thrilled Shit, about yeah. that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah. So I, I just, you know, haven't you done some anthology work? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I I kind of forget them now. Like I, I'll I'll I'm pretty I much. You did one recently. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm game. I'll do anything for anyone. Like they'll they if they want like a four page thing, I'll put it out for them. And I don't I don't even think twice about it, man. So I've I've, got, I've done a whole bunch of that shit where I don't remember right. what they were and are. But the things I'm so the things I'm really proud of coming up is this book coming from SourcePoint Press that we've already established it's going to be at those guys. It's a book called Second Place, and it is a mockumentary style comic book, a la The Office, a la Drop Dead Gorgeous, Spinal Tap. And it is about bodybuilding aliens. Ah, uh, yeah. So that is coming out. That's going to be a four, four parter, three parter, and uh, yeah, mockumentary style comic book. Man, again, I, I wanted to do something different. I, you know, I'm really interested to see how that turns out. Like, how do you even go about that? You know, well, because you watch. First of all, you watch a shitload of stuff that is done in that style. First of all, to figure out what they're doing. Right. Uh, and then, you know, reading up on the different things. Like I, I was reading about this, I have this book, the oral history of the office and was reading up about how even the camera angles, what they would do is because it was done as a mock, as a documentary, right. Uh, they would be late to the action. So usually your frame would be established on your central figure speaking. Right. But if you watch that show, what they do is the people will be speaking and they'll just get there in time. Like the camera, will just swing there because they're catching the, the action right. so they would need they would need time to get there right so you, you think of little things like that really make a huge difference like uh we we showed the art ed smith is doing all this art really awesome art uh Fosgate, uh is his biggest idol so then uh okay. it, he was ed, ed's a guy who lives up in new hampshire here which is the state just above us right and um he 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 and I had met at a couple of cons and stuff like that. And I was like, you know, I think I like you. Let's do this. You're a funny guy. We want to do this funny book. And then he mentions to me offhandedly, he's like, hey, you know who I really like is Jay Fosgit. <laughs> and at this point, like I've known Jay for a couple of years. So I, uh, so I, I talked to Jay. I said, hey, Jay, can you 
do the cover for me. You know, this guy really likes your art and uh, it's very similar. And, you know, it would actually fit the tone of the book. So I'm not deviating too far by asking him to do the cover. So, yeah, absolutely. And then Jay and, said, how much? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, he, I mean, he actually he did, yeah. he did a really, he did us a really solid, um, and, uh, and then I told Ed and Ed lost his fucking mind, man. Like, it, Aww, it, it is, that's adorable. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, you know, so, um, he got the original art and everything, but, uh, so that is going to be a comedy that's coming out. And, um, you know, we do, you the know what, it, all, it makes me like wonder, Oh, I'm really interested to see that, Ben. This is a cool fucking idea. It, it makes Thanks, me for dude. some reason it brings American splendor to mind. American Splendor, the comic, or you mean the, yeah, the, the comic, comic, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know if you ever seen much of the comic, but they, they yeah, I love even Harvey. at time. Well, obviously, it was always different artists and shit, but occasionally they would do that. You'd like see a shot of someone over, like over the shoulder shot of someone like past a, like a filing cabinet, you know, like yeah. Yeah, Esta- yeah, establishing like that stuff. moments, totally, man. So yeah, and the biggest. So we showed the art to someone, and and he you know someone who knew what he was talking about and he says you know man that the art i like i like what you guys are doing it's really funny it's really good but the art's really static like there's where's the dynamics in the in the cameras like it's very like it's like it's shot from one spot and we were like yeah <laughs> that's what we were going for you know so he, this yeah. poor guy thought he was like giving us this awful note that he felt bad about it we're like no no yeah, that's 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 it you know i'm really stoked man <laughs> this is a cool cool idea man <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks. And then the other thing I got coming out is this book called Whisper, uh, which is, uh, you know, uh, old, older man in the nursing home starts to see that this, this is this cat that keeps coming out of rooms just as before the people die. It's actually based on true story. Um, and then one day that the sounds cat, familiar. Yeah, yeah. And then one day the cat comes into his room. Uh, <laughs> now, here's the kind of the, the, the rub about this one, man, is that if you know Esteban Salinas, so he did the Black Cape variant of Beyond the Demon of the Sea with the ship and the tentacles yep. and everything. He's been doing a whole gorgeous, bunch of variants. Gorgeous stuff. So, yeah, he does this extreme, like, paint. Kayla and Dustin do this painted style. He does almost like a fine art, uh, a yeah. little bit more. Um, it's not quite as so realistic. It's more interpretive, right? So I said to him, you know, listen, man, I love what you do. I love what your thing. Um, I've got this book. I think we could do it in this weird way where there are no panels in the book. So it, each page is a free flowing art form, um, kind of a la um, Arkham Asylum, right? Right. You know, where it's it's got dialogue, it's got these things. But I, I told them, I was like, man, as far as like, as you get the, if you get the things that I need on each page, you've got... <laughs> carte blanche as in terms of how you want to present it like i don't want panels i want and and here's the other thing i'm You're doing going, it, yeah i'm doing it in prestige size too because right. the idea is that it, sh- it it should be an art book where you can flip these pages open and have these really beautifully right. sized pages to really take in his art um so again man it's just another thing where i'm like i'm too fucking late to have written superman why would i want to do that yeah yeah you know no, what i mean you, so like i'll, I'll do i'll do f- yeah weird shit i'll do tattoo books i'll do like to me that's so much more interesting man so i was at i was at astronomicon in mm. michigan back in february i missed that show dude i, I should really yeah. wanted to do that show oh, it was great times I'd, yeah. i've been there twice awesome times and i stayed at uh i stayed with casey and westlake good yeah. friends of ours rad, it's a rad, it's a rad place but do not let westlake so nice. try to play you in mortal Kombat, dude because he's i don't he's play a, video games okay good he, he's he's a no full problem he's a fucking ringer dude he knows what he's doing and he won't tell you we just talk star wars when i'm there man. okay all right good and uh well we stay there the once but uh been there twice um why was i bringing this up 
What the uh, hell were we talking about? Art, special art, interesting oh, art. I, when I was there in February, uh, our good friend Kelly O'Hara Nemzik mm-hmm. dropped by. She dropped by to see me because I'm adorable. You're adorable. And she brought with her some of the pages for Nora too. Yeah. She's doing the same thing. She's yeah. a painter. She's painting the book. But the panels are there and not there at the same time. Cool. It's it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. I was able to follow the story to the extent that even though it's it's very, very interpretive, it's very, very, you know, it's it's wacky, it's 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 different, yet I was able to follow the story and the dialogue balloons weren't even in there yet. And it made me wonder if they were going to even use much dialogue mm. because of how everything flowed together. And wait till you see this, kids. It is just, just stunning. Like, Kelly yeah, has excited. knocked it out of the park. Like, I couldn't get over how beautiful that stuff was, man. Yeah. But yeah. Like, we're, you know, we're all in that fortunate position to be able to try things try yeah, different things you know because none sure. of us again it's like there's no big budget movies that you know if i can try they can't do anything with batman because warner brothers has sticks up their ass about it right like but, yeah, but yeah. no one no one's like listen casey you know nora people expect us like she can do whatever the fuck she wants you know we're, Absolutely. we're it's a really yeah. en- enviable position you know well, if we're it's not cool because kelly doesn't know how to make a comic She's never made a comic. Yeah. She doesn't know how to do sequential. She's always just been a painter. She paints portraits and pictures and, and paints on a canvas. And now she's painting a story, which, you know, she has no idea what she's doing. She's fucking clueless. Yeah. So in a way, it's, 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 it's really lending itself to the situation because she has no rule. She doesn't know what rules she's what the, breaking. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, and no yeah, one's yeah. really, like... And they're kind of letting her go with it, right? No one's trying to put rules on her because right. why? Let it why? let it flow, right? So yeah. absolutely. And and I love that, you know, there's still these people around willing to try these things. People like you are like I I this is what I want to see, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's what you said, right? Like if you don't know the rules and you don't know you're breaking them, you you probably are doing something awesome, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, you look at, like, all the greatest stuff, you know, Jaws, and they had no fucking idea that the shark was going to suck, and then they made something brilliant because they it was the passion and the heart, and they were around people who knew what they were doing in some respects. Like, you know, no matter how clueless a person is, they still have Josh Werner, right? And they still have Travis, and they still have, uh, you know, people like me out there to sell it for them too. So it's not like they're you know, there goes my fiance. There she goes. She, she tried to make it under and she did not. She failed hardcore. So bad. You might as well done like one of these like dances. We saw a knee. Like I, I I saw a knee. Like I was knee up. I saw more of you than I didn't see. (laughs) Well done. <laughs> the duck, but the duck was great. Like you were like, I they'll never see me. <laughs> I almost wanted to have a pistol for a minute, like it was yeah. duck hunt. Like, go, go, yeah. 
manage? Yeah, totally manage. And she, and she flat flats down, and a little prize comes down for you. It's a pink bear. I'm like, here you go, you done it. Stage hand, stage hand. <laughs> awesome times, man. Awesome times. I'm so excited for all of this well, stuff, Ben. You sounds like you're pumping out some some good times. Like the juices are flowing, eh? Juices are flowing, man. Yeah, yeah. So what's the deal with the goddamn music? You're very, very talented. And uh, have you just written a million songs we haven't heard? Are you ever going to consider recording maybe something or so what? We, so we did the sounds from vinyl, right? Right. And, that, and that, that's great. And I have those to sell at the conventions. And uh, you don't, you don't want to try to go back or background? Are you sure? <laughs> uh, she, so you know we have those and, and i'm really excited to start selling those at conventions again so people can hear them and i even bought a portable record player so we can play them at the tables and everything but um no that's snazzy yeah man it's green it's, awesome. it's green velvet no it isn't sure is buddy really oh, yeah oh yeah it's gonna match josh's hair it's <laughs> this week yeah, this, this week, week. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get him to coordinate with the with the vibe. We'll be like, look, Werner, you got to from now on coordinate with, well, with the with the machine. Yeah, that'd be great. Did you just give you gave me a Boston coordinate too? I think a I little did, bit. I did coordinate. Coordinate, coordinate it. I, this guy over here's got a coordinator. Otherwise, it's going to be just an absolute shit show. Oh my god! Right and fa- right. and furthermore, if Josh doesn't do what he's supposed to, he's out of here. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> oh, that's great! Oh, it's like when you go Scottish. When I'm you gonna go be using. Scottish. I'm gonna be using that all day tomorrow. Yeah. Furthermore, furthermore, yeah, that's that's Fathom. the good one. Furthermore, is that it? Yeah. Well, you know, it, yeah. Well, uh, oh God! <laughs> when you break it down, it's always the worst. Like a fat, fat, fatter, fatter. No, because there's no R's, right? You have to yeah. take the R completely out, don't uh, you? It's uh, like fatter. Uh, 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 It'd be fatter uh, in a way, right? No? Fat, fat, fatter. Yeah, yeah. Fatter there's something man. we we do this thing where we both swallow words and also speak from here. It's a, it's a. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot. It's really weird. But there's anyway, this guy on um, YouTube who actually breaks it down, and it's awesome. Breaks to it, see. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. people like that are incredible, dude. When you see those right. people who can yeah. tell you exactly where, where where things sit in the in the face, in the mouth, in the palate, and all that. But yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, music. I would like to see a source point library grow because there's you know there's that and there's also the dead duck and zombie chick on vinyl. Oh, on, on the vinyls, like, yeah. You know, we, I, you know, and of course I'm an audio guy. Obviously, we're here on my podcast, and I think it'd be yeah. cool if we've talked about it in the past, like doing more like you know, audio drama type stuff for fun because it's free for me to produce it. And like, Oh my God, we should know? absolutely. Do and there that. was one time I did for Halloween. I did a reading of one of Casey's stories from, uh, from pieces of madness. Oh, great. dude. Whenever and you need something, you fun. let me know. Whenever you need something, fun. you know, if there's, a, so, if there's a guy with a Boston accent who you need, you just send I, out I'm the gonna, signal. I'll get on it, you, you, know. you put up the, the Boston signal, which is just like, I, I think like the Boston Red Sox logo shot into the sky. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or or Calvin from the Calvin and Hobbes pissing on the New York logo. You know like, what's not? You know what's so ridiculous about everything I just said, though. Look at that right there. I was nice. sitting on one. I that there. I there's so much around. So much fucking them on them. <laughs> I'm sitting on them. What else is in here? Do I have a? Anyway, uh, yeah. You know what's funny about everything I just said, though? It's kind of a crock of shit because you know, as we speak, Franklin and Ghost is being made into an animated television show with. 
Billy Bob Thornton. So yeah, it's, it's pretty rad. You know, that's some audio shit for people to get excited about, right? <laughs> well, so, we need more. Damn yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, more, you know God damn I, it, with me. God damn it. You know what I really God want is it. I want a sex lump vinyl. That's what I'm working for. Well, you've made some, you know, it's I, almost weird that there are actually sex lump <laughs> songs. Did you hear the newest one? I think so. Did you, the one, uh, the uh, Rails on Rails? No. No, you haven't heard that one yet. Send me that I'll, shit. I'll send you the link. Yeah. Uh, it came out of, as they always do, because Sex Lump was this fake band that we came up with at, at the Atlantic City show because it was so goddamn slow that right. we all were sitting around just dicking around. And then What well, came I, out of that picture, right? Well, the picture... Uh, you guys took that picture when you were bored walking by the pier and yes. it turned out the greatest album cover of all time. <laughs> yeah. And then I mocked up and then you the album up. cover as, yeah. with, the, with songs on the back of shit we were talking and about all weekend. it all took off from there, man. And it all took off. Yeah, because yeah. I take things too, too far. I think I'm, you know what? I will, and I'm not, uh, I'm not ashamed to take credit for the fact that I was one of your number one fans, man. I pushed that. Oh, you interviewed Sex Lump. I interviewed Sex Lump, which was funny because if you listen to the interview, the only one talking is you. It's me. There were for the rest of the band was standing there in a circle around me. Interviewing Sex Lump was to only the, only the lead singer spoke. Everybody else just stood there. Oh my god, I forgot we interviewed yeah, the Sex Lump until Levi this moment. I may have said like one thing, dude. You know, oh one god. of the first times I was when I was okay. The sec, I think it was like the second time after I had met Jay Fosgett in Michigan at Motor City. <laughs> yeah. was when he came here for Toronto Comic Con, and I had met Bodie Troll, the original yeah. Bodie Troll, uh, version one at Motor City and then but he I brought him out it. here to Toronto and one of our first interactions was me interviewing Bodie Troll. Bodie Troll, yeah. Now the stupid thing about it was it was audio on a podcast. Oh, so no one even it, nobody videotaped anyway. it. Nobody even took a goddamn yeah. picture. Yet Jay sat there and did an audio interview with me <laughs> with that damn puppet on his hand. You need now you need to interview Tuck Bodkins. I do. Did you yeah. see Jay Tuck Bodkins or Tuck Clarkins or whatever he called it? Clark he, you know, he makes it costumes. He dressed right? up as you. He made me. He made it a little hat like mine, and he made. Oh, it a big I didn't dube, see that one yet. And there's a big dube coming out of his mouth. Oh no, and I didn't see that one yet. Yeah, man. I I don't think he videoed. <clears throat> it was just a picture. I think. I can't uh, remember. He's done so many at this point, but yeah, yeah. Jay. It's, I mean, talk about guys who can take things too far. Like Jay will not. Jay will not look at something and say, how can I not make this? He's the type of guy who will take it and go, what are the 800 options here? Yeah. Um, but that, but that's probably what makes him such a formative creator, right? Is he, he's uh, this formidable creator. Cause he's not, he's not the, 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 the parts of the parts of normal humans that make you go, I should, I shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't, yeah. that spot never happens. It's he I should do is, that. You, and then, you know what? I hope, yeah, I don't know if he's watching, but I know he'd be saying to himself right now, I am Jay Fosgan and I do what I want. I want. Yeah. And you know, that's just how it rolls. Now, did you see his recent pictures? The, 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 oh, yeah, Mad Max girl and the, uh, no, the fire hair oh. girl, the paint, the, the painting he did. Uh, the yeah. Batman, the online stuff. The Batman. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's his new. It's, he's trying to do all the digital painting stuff, and it looks great. I mean, I've known him for a few years now, and I know his art better than anybody. And it, he still consistently blows me away. Yeah, I think it especially consistently blows me away. It's, you know, especially for a guy like Jay, who's already you know made his nut on a certain type of thing, to say 
I I'm not satisfied with just this and to, to move, keep trying new things. And right. like, to, to me, that's where I want to go and what the type of creator I want to always be. So yeah. I love that. I mean, I love that a guy like, again, like a guy like Jay who could for the rest of his life be drawing Muppet babies and, and no one would bat an eye. Right. right. But he's, that's not enough. And I see, I like that. Um, but yeah, man, so you, I'll send you the, the rails on rails, but I, it came from Devin, Jeez, yeah. Devin Fother, who literally is, you know, he's the, the muscle of source point in a lot of ways. And, uh, he like sends, sends me like dumb titles for certain shit sometimes that he thinks would be funny. And sometimes I'm like, that would be funny. And other times I'm like, that would be funny. <laughs> and then I'll sit down with garage band and all of my shit. And I will, right. I will build a song from scratch with like a full band and everything and most it. of it is most of it <clears throat> tends towards the cheesy uh 80s rock you know like cock rock yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and uh because like my one of my favorite ones was broken chairs which came out of like there was a string of uh, did you know the, have you heard this one you heard that one yeah, where there was a yeah. string of like for a while source point press creators were breaking chairs at every convention oh, so yeah. like it was amazing you know, and 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 it's it's like tongue in cheek because it's the song is built and I'm taking so much fucking time with these songs and really working on these songs and making them. But then there'll be lyrics like you know uh, you may crush a sobek with the weight you bear, but no longer will you have to bear the weight of broken dreams, broken hearts, and broken chairs. Right? So these fucking dumbass lyrics that uh, but but like on top of songs that I've spent just multiple hours. Listen, <laughs> just know how much I appreciate your effort, okay? <laughs> Good, man. All I'm your gonna, hard work. I, I really, I'm source, uh, you know, sex lump for life, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, it's just, what a, what a beautiful occurrence, the whole happening of the whole damn thing. Um, There you go, kids. Yeah. Like, we keep going over. We are having so much fun doing these goddamn chats. Um, that I think we're I, all desperate for human over. interaction as well, right? Well, like, I think part of it is, <laughs> you know, like I said, I was, t I took that break and I let everybody kind of do their thing and, you know, get into it. Unfortunately, it meant me ending up with a still crappy webcam, but don't worry, kids, we'll get that fixed eventually once Logitech actually makes some more. Um, but uh, yeah, I took a little break. I stepped back. I saw everybody trying to get comfy, figuring out their stuff. And I was watching a lot. And you know what kind of brought me back was people were doing cool stuff and, you know, lots of fun interviews, but man, were people being journalists. It's been a lot of very straight up, you know, like... Uh, what was the inspiration for this comic? Co yeah, Comic-Con... Who are your heroes? Yeah, Comic-Con type, uh, you know, interview-esque media type stuff. And I was like, that's all well and good. You know, that's awesome and all, you know, you know. But everything felt promotional, which it was because everything's, you know. To some extent, yeah. And absolutely, right. I want it to be promotional now. I've been promotional at times, absolutely. But then I remembered what my show is. And my show is, you know, as much as we promote and talk about stuff and what's going on, you know, three seconds later, we're off talking, you know, me and Garrett were talking about bodybuilding for 20 minutes last night. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's definitely, he's turned on that too lately. Do you know too. what I mean though? Like it goes where it goes, I let it go. And it's not, you know, it's not, you know, well, you know thought out or construct. And that's what I felt has been missing from all this zooming going on. Everybody yeah. has been having sets and backgrounds and structure and this and that. I mean, you fuckers are lucky I'm even throwing my picture and in, in theme song <laughs> up there at the beginning. To be honest, I'm only doing that so I don't have to edit it in later. Yeah, there you go. But you know, and I was like, you know what, I'm ready to chat again. I miss my friends. We're in a pandemic and I I I made my peace with 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 the with the ocean that has swelled up 
And so far, it's been a blast, man. And uh, this is just more evidence of it. So thank you so much, Ben, for hanging yeah. out with me tonight. Oh, no, you're so welcome, dude. Thank you for, I mean, of all, honestly, of all the creators you could have asked in the Source Point week, you know, the fact that you asked me to be one of them. Uh, I, I Again, full sincerity, like, and I, <laughs> I hate being sincere because I actually get, like, sometimes emotional. Uh, but, but but thank you, dude. I mean, I, I truly mean that. And, uh, you know, the, the nice thing, too, about your, like, talking with you about this stuff is that this is the way we would have shot the shit anyway, and you're you're part of the, the show. You're part of with, with you know, with us. And uh, so it's, it's, I mean, you know, it's not going to be those formal questions because, it, you know, it's not, that's not the way you talk to your family, right? Like that's oh, absolutely so, not. No, that's know, so, why I was very specific. And it's not just source point week, but it's kind of source point heavy hitters week because it's, 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 it's people I know that I'm going to have fun having a good or interesting conversation with. And that's, you know, that's why I do this. Um, but like I was saying, the, the last show kids where I got some stuff lined up for next week and we're going to have some new faces. Uh, we're going to have some Canadian faces. Um, you know, but I needed to, you know, engage with the family for a bit. And that's why it's been source point week and, uh, it's been super fun. Um, but Ben, where can, uh, the people find you online? You guys can find me on Instagram at M R B E N A U, Mr. Ben A U. Um, that's, I mean, you can get me in touch there, man. That's where I'm the most. And in, in, if you send me messages, I'll message back and all that kind of stuff. So that's go, go there. Yeah. Super fun. Everybody check out all Ben's awesome work and everything coming. And uh, I will keep trying to provide it for you. Uh, back the comeback, kids. There it is. There it is, kids. Back, Classic. Back the comeback. That right there is all we elegant are going weapon. to have this week. For the more on an elegant weapon. Day. You thank it is.